0: Love Talk Radio. We live. We're live. Live from Chicago and Las Vegas. You're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's Page One. It's Page One. With LaVar and Mary. With LaVar and Mary.
1: what's going on blog talk radio nation you are tuned into page one hope that all of you had a wonderful thanksgiving yesterday it's friday november 25th 2022 we've got probably now what less than 40 days until the end of well about 50 some days i think until the no actually less than 40 uh until the end of the year till 2023 uh time is going fast my friends and we're so glad that you could be with us on this thanksgiving weekend not a lot going on besides football um football and basketball at this point but glad that you could be with us as usual i am joined by my wonderful friend mary how are you
0: i'm good a little little stuffed, but i'm all right i'm good 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 how was your
1: thanksgiving it was good it was quiet it was good though um you know the one thing i didn't think about uh, shortly before we went on air here, we were talking about Thanksgiving food. And I'm always reminded this time of year of uh, the Friends episode uh, in which uh, Ross pretty much lost his marbles over uh, his Thanksgiving leftover turkey sandwich, uh, complete with the moist maker. And, <laughs> <laughs> and for all you Friends fans who know about that one, pretty much he, he was going through a which he was starting to unravel in light of his impending divorce and his recent eviction, and the straw pretty much broke the camel's back, was when um, one of the other professors took his sandwich, uh, ate it, and threw it away because he couldn't finish it. <laughs> and that was the only thing that was keeping Roth kind of like, really going crazy. But there actually was, and if you go online and you Google it, uh, there actually is an unofficial uh, recipe as to making it because of the way that he described it at that time. And um, you can go on it if you have some turkey. Uh, It was turkey stuffing, uh, cranberry sauce, gravy, but the moist baker, uh, which was the middle portion bread that was soaked in gravy, uh, it it actually looks good. Um, I wish a place would do this. (laughs) A pop-up restaurant, whatever have you, I wish they would do it around Thanksgiving and sell these sandwiches like that. It looks so good, though. So if you have some turkey and some stuffing and all the other good stuff, make your own uh, sandwich with the voicemaker. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. basically
0: what we had for dinner last night. Did you? Yeah, without even realizing it. Um, <clears throat> instead of, Because we are a very small family. We don't do a very big Thanksgiving meal. There's no reason for it and a lot of it would go to being leftovers and then a lot of it would get wasted. so we ended up making it was turkey um well, let me start it was all on a hoagie roll um and it was ham, twist, cranberry relish um I had lettuce on mine just so that I could say that I had some kind of greens, but then mayo, mustard, a little bit of celery salt to give it a good kick. It was really, really, really good. Um, the only thing I would add, if I wanted to add something, would be stuffing and maybe some gravy, but we took our cue from the um, Capriati Bobby sub, so very good, very, very good.
1: You know, I have a Capriati's near my house, and I've never been there. What? I know. I, I, I don't know why. I just haven't been in. Um, but maybe one day I'll try their sandwiches. It, 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 seems, it, it seems tempting enough. I've heard of them, but I just never stopped in to have it. Sorry.
0: They used to have a Cran Slam club that had that extra piece of bread in between. So it would be turkey and uh, stocking on one side, and, or turkey and cranberry relish on one side, bre- slice of bread, and then on the other side of that slice of bread would be ham and lettuce and mayo and cheese, and it was like, I always called it Thanksgiving on a bun. It was so good, and yeah, mm-hmm. we just took, we took those small little leftovers from everyone, and yeah, it was great.
1: Starbucks used to have a sandwich this time of year that was kind of like that, where it was, you know, with the cranberry relish and the stuffing and the turkey pieces, and it was really good. That's why I was like, I'm surprised that a lot more food places this time of year don't take advantage of that, um, even for a limited time, like from November through the end of the year, have some type of turkey sandwich in between. I think you'll sell. It's kind of like McRib. You know, when it comes back, when it does what it does, they have to make turkey. I don't know. (laughs) Make turkey. (laughs) Something. Something.
0: You know? Yeah, you're right. I think that a lot more people would be receptive to that.
1: No, I think they will. I think they will. I think that those of you out there would agree with us, too, is that uh, it would probably be a really good thing. So, no. Hopefully all of you had your. Thanksgiving meals, whatever it was, I know that a lot of you don't eat turkey, um, or no meat at all. You might have had your um, what is that? Your toe, fur, for, your toe turkey. had to be careful there. Not to swear in between, but your toe turkey, <laughs> or whatever it is that you eat. Um, but you know what? Though here is the other sad thing about yesterday is that I ate at around. I want to say 11.30 close to noonish. <laughs> oh, Yeah, we were done here early. Uh, and uh, some places are. Some places you eat early, some places they eat late. But I was starving because I woke up and I did some stuff outside, and I came back in, family came over, and they were like, hey, do we have to wait for everybody? We're like, heck no, man. Let's start eating. So <laughs> we ate as early as noon. First game. Uh, first plate. Um... And then that's when everything kicked in. I was trying my best to fall asleep yesterday. Um, But, yeah, no, it was Thanksgiving, I think, is the only day that we give ourselves, especially here in the U.S., for those that don't celebrate and who are overseas. But Thanksgiving really is the one day of the year in which any rule that you had to your health and safety is pretty much broken all in the span of 12 to 14 hours on that day. I don't think I've had more sweets or stuff that I was supposed to have in one day. Um, it's like a, it's, it, it, it's what I call sample day. You know, it's like you have all the things that are probably like, yeah, yeah, it's like all, because if everybody's bringing desserts, and I'll tell you, for example, I had a caramel uh, cheesecake. If you thought that would have been enough, um Someone had bought over, uh, here uh, we also have uh, nothing but cakes. So they bought over uh, the little cupcakes. And then there was the cake that I usually make had that. And then, um, you know, there was more desserts. You know, you normally on a day, you probably have, like, on dessert and you're done. But it was, like, sampling day. And, yeah, (laughs) you just, just, you did it. But, no, I did not partake, though, in Black Friday shopping. And I don't know for all of you out there, um, a lot of places packed today, which is good for retail, which also is telling me that all of you have some spendable cash somewhere. (laughs) Um, Right. But there is shopping that was done here in the States. Tomorrow, uh, we'll talk about it coming up here in the Almanac shortly, uh, is Small Business Saturday. So if you have a favorite small business, um, please go and please uh, buy from them tomorrow. Uh, The backbone of the retail industry, of course, is our small businesses. So I hope that all of you get a chance to go out there as well. But, uh, no, that is – tomorrow. And then Monday here is Cyber Monday. But I know my dear friend does not need an excuse to go shopping online. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, no, but, but it I, helps.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you are a regular cyber shopper, though, is there really a need to go shopping on Monday? It's like, I'll put it this way. It's like for people who like to partake in uh, as they used to call it the the, the devil's lettuce. Uh, but uh, it's like it's like four twenty. People are like, Oh happy four twenty. But do you really need a day to do something that's due all the time though? <laughs> Cyber Monday,
0: really? Do I really need an excuse for anything? No. But excuses <laughs> <is> help. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'm not a big cyber shopper. I mean, I will go online here every now and then. I don't, I don't know. I'm not really a big. I've know, gotten gonna...
0: into cyber shopping a lot more recently because a lot of the people I do shop for are elsewhere, and it actually saves
1: on shipping. Yeah, I get that. You know. If they're if they're elsewhere and you know that, but there are some people who I know that probably need some type of uh, intervention for <laughs> 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 their cyber shopping. Um, so yeah. yeah, that that is the issue. But wherever you're at, hopefully you will have fun. So um, tonight on this show, I will tell you. Uh, there's not a lot going on, as you can tell. Well, this is the type of shows because when you head into a holiday weekend, and I can tell you now probably ahead of time how things will be, is that there's not really a lot in the news. I mean, right now, beyond the holidays, which are taking place here in the States and as it goes into the holiday weekend, um, it really is kind of like for some people the unofficial start to the Christmas holidays. Uh, I can tell you now, it's safe to play your holiday music and not be judged. But um, it is one of those things where we headed to it. Unless something big breaks, there's not like really a lot of news. So this is the part for us where personally we kind of stretch and try to find something interesting for you. So I will tell you tonight, there's a few stories that we have. We'll have Retro Moment of the Week. Um, all of that coming up here in a few moments. And then uh, we'll take a look at what's trending online, and then tonight is Potpourri Night, because there was a bunch of stories, and I will apologize ahead of time, because I almost feel I have to put a PG-13 on the Potpourri story. I don't share these with Mary oh, before no. we go on the air, uh, but a lot of them were kind of like personal things, but that was unfortunately the theme here this week, and You'll kind of find out more. Uh, as we get to Wolverine Night, um, And yeah then That will be it for tonight But yeah so no, that's what's going on uh, So to plan your uh, Listening pleasure tonight on the show That is page one in a nutshell If you're new This is going to be interesting uh, If you're a long time listener Then you know the deal <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I don't have to apologize to you It's just the way it is um, but no, as I stated earlier, the Almanac uh, today is November 25th, and today it actually, uh, this is, and I normally will say it before um, anything else, but uh, this is the last show for the month of November uh, when next we meet. It'll be December 2nd, so yeah. uh <laughs> um, November 25th, because this is the day after Thanksgiving, um, on the Almanac, it brings us a lot of things. I think I mentioned it last week. Um, It is Blase Day, National Parfait Day. It's National Play Day with Dad, Shopping Reminder Day, Black Friday, uh, Buy Nothing Day, (laughs) Flossing Day, Maze Day, National Day of Listening, National Native American Heritage Day. And your welcome giving day. And then tomorrow brings us National Cake Day. Ooh. <laughs> I celebrated a couple yeah. of days earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is also Small Business Saturday. Uh, Sunday brings us National Second Hand Sunday. It is National Craft Jerky Day on Sunday. You a big jerky fan? I do like jerky. I do.
0: Um, although I I, te- I tend to like um, weird jerkies versus like normal beef jerky.
1: Good.
0: Like venison jerky. Oh, so good.
1: You know, one of the things I'm jealous of for those in the south here who, who have access to a Buc-ee's. Uh I have never been. I know that you have been, but I've seen many I times... The many different uh, types of jerky that they have. Uh, yes, I've I've had it a few times, but I've never had it from there. So it's um, I would just love. To, I think there should be a buckies in every state, but I know that it, too much of a good thing would dilute the brand. Um, uh huh. But yeah, there, the should, yeah, it takes away the novelty, which. Man, I would think that that place has to use at least a good portion of the nation's barbecue uh <laughs> it's just it's insane all the food that comes out of there and how cheap it is and how uh um, yeah, just you I think it would take a good few days just camping out to get through a majority of the things that are there. That's insane. That's like it's not overindulgence because I was like it's it's not really um, it's a lot that 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 would like I wouldn't even know where to start. I probably would walk in and be overwhelmed.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that. Like like the first time I did, yeah, I was very overwhelmed with the buckies, but then I was told try the beaver nuggets first and then try this and then try that and I did and ooh So if we if I have anybody that like has a bucky nearby beaver nuggets please and thank you yes <laughs> I haven't had them in a while so now uh they're they're the like the things that you have every now and again Mhm that would be yeah
1: you would have to explain to our you. listening. you have to explain to our listening audience what beaver nuggets is before they actually think it'll be proverbial. Like an actual beaver
0: made into yeah. like chicken list- um, nuggets. We do have listeners <laughs> across
1: the pot. I don't want you to think that it's actual beaver.
0: <laughs> this is also too – I totally forgot about that. I'm so sorry. Um, so. Oh, it's like corn puffs. I don't know how to explain it to people across time because I don't know what they have that's near to that, like smackers, that that except on a larger scale. Because well, Texas, Mm -hmm. and then it's like puffed corn, I guess, and just. Okay. Really big well,
1: and yes. sweet and edible. Yes, it's, it's not made from beaver. Uh, the the bucking Basket beaver. Are beaver. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I had to I had to I have to roll in. Yeah, I had to roll in. I had to think of our audience that is listening to this in other places outside of the U.S. tonight who do not know it's or not may the not the be animal aware. beaver. Yes, it's not the animal beaver. <laughs> um. Sunday is also National Bavarian Cream Pie Day, uh, if you want to celebrate that along with your craft jerky. And then on Monday, it is Cyber Monday, and uh, it's also National French Toast Day uh, on Monday. So hopefully uh, all of you will start your day by celebrating that. Uh, and then Tuesday brings us Electronic Greetings Day. It is also a national day yeah. of... Yes. Yeah, uh, Electronic Greetings Day, just to... Um, tell you more. It's observed annually on November 29th. It encourages us to send an electronic greeting. At the same time, the day reminds us of how much things have changed. Uh, because of the convenience and speed of sending an electronic greeting, it allows more people than ever to participate in this thoughtful process. And of course, we all enjoy it when someone remembers our birthdays, anniversaries, and other important life events. And while greeting cards continue to be used, electronic greetings are far more cost effective and mean equally as much. So, yeah, uh, you, you prefer method of communication electronically, uh, maybe text, video, live, or pre-recorded, make it short or long, uh, maybe it can be on social media, or be through a sweet card through email, uh, but they encourage you to do that on Tuesday. So, I don't know, I, I, I don't want to be the old man shaking his fist and saying to get off my lawn, but well, I'm with that, and while I think it's great, it still beats nothing kind of like old fashioned handwritten card. Um, I don't know. I, I get it. I get it in a pinch, but you know, it's kind of like the art of Christmas cards. No one really. Does it too much anymore, I remember there used to be a th- and I will even admit that to I too in recent years. I know that you are still good at that uh, but there used to be a time when I would go to the store and I'd buy that box of Christmas cards and I'd sit down and'd hand write it and who knows maybe this weekend I might change my mind and try and see if I can find it, but I used to like sit down and write it and you know send them off and yeah, but yeah, it's time. I think has been our, our own worst enemies, and now it's like we just send it out via electronic and then just be done with it. Or here's the thing: if you're gonna, I will
0: it... say that an electronic card. Although I am a, I I do like the the Christmas cards, and there is something about a handwritten note that is something that I can hold on to and go back to and read. Right. Electronic cards. Save me the time and effort of looking at something and going, do I want to save this? And <laughs> <laughs> I can just delete it or stick it in right. a folder, you know. So there's there's <laughs> there's a positive now, and a negative to both of them. Now, but I do well, say about Christmas cards. Do you know that?
1: Yes, you're very good at that. and I will give you credit because I I sometimes forget. And, and um, but here's the one thing: if you're going to do electronic greetings. Please don't be that person and do it in a very Yeah, do it all actually,
0: individually.
1: Yeah. There's nothing I can't stand more than that be a part of a group text, especially like on Christmas morning where someone's Merry Christmas and then the phone goes off like five other times like that in the next hour. And then, you recognize, and then you have a number on there that you don't recognize and you're sitting there wondering, well, who the heck is this and why are they texting me when it's part of a group text? Yeah. Don't be right. that person. <laughs> Just a public service I hate announcement. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, National Day, of giving like I said, also that day, November thirtieth on Wednesday, it brings us quite a few things. It is National, uh, it is Computer Security Day on that day. Uh, National Mason Jar Day. It is National Meth Awareness Day. National Mississippi Day. National Moose Day. M O U S S E. It is also stay home because you're well day. (laughs) It is National Package Protection Day. It is also National Personal Space Day. Uh, I think a lot of people tend to forget that. Uh, But that is on that day. And then Thursday, December 1st, it is bifocals at the Monitor Liberation Day. I am... (laughs) what now? Yeah, It is bifocals at the Monitor Liberation Day. So it encourages you to free yourself from blurry images. Uh, Freedom comes in the form of an eye exam and getting your eyes checked is essential to routine eye care. Whether or not you need bifocals, our vision changes over time and regular eye care includes more than getting glasses too. It contributes to our overall health as deteriorating uh, vision can be an early indicator of other health issues. So they encourage you on getting visit exams on a regular schedule as it helps doctors to identify problems at its early stages. So um, exactly kind of what it means. But uh, December 1st also is Day Without Art Day, National Eat a Red Apple Day, National Pie Day. It is also Rosa Day on that day. And then um, then December 2nd I will give you kind of early uh, preview. Uh, but next Friday it is National um, National Fritters Day, National Mutt Day, Special Education Day, Folk for Friday, and National Bartender Day. So yes. <laughs> A lot of things to, to be the aware
0: bartenders of. and waitresses.
1: Yes. These next few weeks, which is actually odd because we had National Cake Day, then we got National Pie Day, and I will tell you coming up in December, and we will give you the dates. But Yeah. You're also in December going to see National Cookie Day. Uh, There's a National Brownie Day in December. Uh, Also in December, uh, just to give you also a heads up, uh, National Cotton Candy Day, uh, Crossword Solvers Day, uh, Christmas Card Day. Uh, there is also a Dewey Decimal System Day. <laughs> um, National. Dingle Does anybody Day.
0: even know how to read Dewey Decimal anymore?
1: I don't know. Um, that is a very good question, and I'm going to assume probably not, because it's, uh, yeah, um, I will tell you, if anything, I'm pretty sure that there's a Google uh, or a YouTube on the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be somewhere and how to read it. You know, they used to in the early days, I had a school in which I was thankful that our school had a library. particular time every year to explain the Dewey Decimal System, how it works, and how to uh, find what you were looking for using the Dewey Decimal system. Do I remember it all these years later? No, it may come back to me if you teach me again, but it was a rare thing and I don't did they teach that to you guys in school?
0: Yeah, we have a library that had the Dewey Decimal as well But you and I grew up in a very similar time. I don't know that they still do I mean they still have the library, but I don't know that they still have the Dewey Decimal. They just have like you know it's in section blank, 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 blank. You didn't have, like, the card system that they had and, like, and I'm dating myself, I know, but in um, The Breakfast Club, the card system that he's, you know, yeah. messing up in some of the scenes, <laughs> we had that. I don't think they have that anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, kids, that was what we called the Dewey Decimal System. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> You will pay attention to that. So yes, but um, no, that was, that's, it's a lost art as is a lot of other things that no longer really are used. But if your library still does have that, uh, and if somebody maintains it, and if you're interested in it, go to your local library. Uh, so yeah. Uh, we are pretty much at the halfway mark. So normally at this time we would have gone into our first story, but I'm going to hold on to it until after the break. Um, I may even delete one of the stories I was going to do tonight, um, which that's the wonderful thing about this show. As we go along, we can edit it and do whatever we want. But uh, just a reminder for you guys that coming up here um, in just a couple of weeks, Sunday night, December 4th, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, um, I will have a brand-new 401 Lounge. Uh, My guest will be Subgirl0831, and I'm looking forward to that show. I know I have talked to her, and she will be on Um, She has become one of the fastest rising um, people on Twitter with a – I will say that in regards to um, her followers, she has quickly become one of the uh, content creators. Uh, She is close um, to probably a million followers at this point. Uh, which is insane Uh, for someone that really just started off about a year or two ago uh, has gained a cult following along a lot of fans. So uh, she will be with me on Sunday night, uh, December 4th at 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central. Make sure that you join us for that. Coming up here in just a few mere moments, I got three retro moments of the week for you. Uh, I almost didn't because I will admit, (laughs) 10 minutes before showtime, I thought that I had put everything into the system, and when I came on, it was not there, um, but luckily we do have it, so those retro moments of the week, then when we start on the other side of this, saw a story about a how a neighbor's good deed drew online outrage, yes, people were actually mad, we'll tell you why. And then um, I will tell you why my friend here is uh, very pensive on this Friday night, Um, (laughs) uh, has something to do with tomorrow. Uh, But we'll take a look at a top ten that has to do kind of with that. And then potpourri, and we'll take a look at what's trending. But first, this is Page One with Lavar Mary here on Blog Talk Radio. shined up, grab a stick of Juicy Fruit, the taste is gonna move ya, take a sniff, pull it out, the taste is gonna move ya when you pop it in your
0: mouth, Juicy Fruit, is gonna move ya, it's just a
1: song, it gets right to ya, Juicy Fruit, the taste, the taste, the taste is gonna move ya. I can feel in the weather I want to see my friends together
0: Gonna have a party And Kraft has a few easy food ideas for that good time. Maryland Crab Meat
1: Dip, made with creamy, smooth, cheese whiz, pasteurized, processed cheese spread. Parquet margarine and canned crab meat. Served hot, it makes a great fondue. For chips and celery sticks, we have teased dips made with real sour cream in five flavors. Or whipped cream cheese with chives. Squeeze-a-snack cheese spread is always fun, and it looks pretty, too. Well, that's it. Your friends at a few good ideas from Kraft. Have a good time. Once a year, an incredible thing happens at Zaire. Once a year, a sale that lasts all day, all night, through the dawn, and into the next night, nonstop. The Zaire Fourth Annual Once A Year 36 Hour Nonstop Christmas Sale. It starts 9 a.m. Friday and goes nonstop through late Saturday night. Be there with cash. Be there with a credit card, but be there. The Zaire 36 Hour Nonstop Christmas Sale. You're listening to Page 1. Page 1 with Lavar and Mary. Your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's Lavar and Mary. Welcome back to page one before I marry everybody. And I, I feel like that Juicy Fruit commercial, I don't know how that got past the censor. Yeah, uh, I <laughs> 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 had to go into
0: Juicy Fruit.
1: <laughs> uh, well, all I'm saying is just listen to the lyrics, my friends. Listen to the lyrics. Uh, that craft commercial, it, you could tell that was like total 70s. Uh, oh.
0: It was so – okay. They could have been a little bit more excited about it because, you know, I want to party with my friends. It didn't sound like you wanted to party with a friend.
1: <laughs> you should actually see the a commercial and the products that they were talking about. The one with the cheese um, – the – Cheese with, with the, cheese and the
0: crab. Bread.
1: Yeah, it was like a little – you know how those uh, – now, how the ground beef comes in those packages at Walmart, uh, where it's kind of in a tube, uh-huh. it was the cheese in a tube just like that. And you would cut a hole in it and just squeeze it on whatever you were eating. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of gross. That's probably yeah. why we're
0: all lactose intolerant, because we're not actually lactose intolerant.
1: You yeah. said had a girl mug yeah. cheese that was greasy. And even then the fondue, you know that was seventies because that was the age of fondue and people trying to be fancy dancy uh with their fondue kits at home. So
0: A few fondue?
1: Yes. So. Uh and then these airs, thirty six hours sale. Can you imagine having to work thirty six hours? <laughs> um, Luckily, no. <laughs> Bring cash, bring your credit card, but be there. Yes. (laughs) Love it.
0: Notice they don't take checks.
1: No. Well, I'm sure – well, yeah, cash or credit card was how they were doing that business. Your grocery store, you could bring checks, uh, which amazes me even to this time where, like I think I told you, a few years ago, someone actually – it was an older person used a check at the grocery store, which I I thought the person was gonna tell him, sorry, we can't do that. Um but I'm surprised how, they knew what
0: it was. Like we right.
1: right. A lot of people I am going to safely think no longer really have checks. I mean uh some of us still do. Uh but a lot of people don't. And that's how they roll. So yeah. But one of the stories that I saw tonight uh, came this week, and they talk about how, quote, no good deed goes unpunished, uh, which appears to include feeding your neighbors after one woman's act of hospitality turned into several days of angry discussion online. One charitable woman posted a uh, thread on Twitter about how she was going to make and deliver a pot of chili to her neighbors, a group of young men, according to the Washington Post. The woman said that she had accidentally received a few of their DoorDash orders and noticed that they were frequently ordering pizza and decided to be neighborly and make them a home-cooked meal of chili. However, the woman's comments drew a surprising amount of criticism, with Twitter users accusing her, quote, of degrading and embarrassing herself, setting women back, and more. Others accused her of being a, quote, white savior or of being presumptuous for not checking with the men first about possible food allergies. The food fight drew many supporters as well, however, with many expressing confusion that anyone could be angry at one person doing a good deed for a neighbor. Imagine being so miserable about food a neighbor cook, one person tweeted. This whole story is about a lady who tried to be nice to some college students and made them some comfort food and got dragged for it by sad sacks who would have never shown kindness in their lives, another said. The kerfuffle led the, uh, the Washington Post to ask, cook for their neighbors anymore. According to Laura Malcolm, who is the founder and uh, chief executive of Given Kind, she told the Post that it's cultural and regional, but there are absolutely communities where it still happens. Think of all the hot dish in the Midwest. Close to home, however, uh, Nick Layton, who is the host of the Etiquette podcast, where you raise my wolves, said it wasn't the kind of thing that people do in New York City. Etiquette is local, he said. I live in Manhattan, and people don't do a pop-in here. It's not a thing. For all the gnashing of teeth online, the actual young men who were subjects of the chili generosity seemed to have been happy with the free food to offer to return a favoring kind. Uh, Delivered the chili, the woman tweeted. They seemed happy and said they had uh, just been about to order food. They also asked permission to come over and nail the fence back up. So to all of those daysayers out there, a good deed does sometimes do well. But have we now come to a point in time where, Even being proactive and trying to do a good deed for a neighbor, um, is it something now that we have to think of twice for fear that we could face, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but backlash? I know, right? Like it used to be you check
0: in on your neighbors. You see if they were okay. People are going to be rotten in their houses if they accidentally die. Because nobody wants to check on the flipping neighbors. They just don't get it. And it's even better than that. She's not bringing you chili. You don't get an opinion. Well, they didn't check to see their, their uh, food allergies. You know what? I'm making something homemade. I'm sorry if this isn't... It. I bring the chili over and if they're like, oh, no, thank you, I appreciate it. There's a way of turning it down nicely. I appreciate it, but I'm actually allergic to chili. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize you were allergic to chili powder. I apologize. I was just trying to do something nice. Right. Wow, that was an interaction between two people that could be done in a very courteous manner, with manners, with grace, and nobody got offended. Ugh. People.
1: Social media, in a way, and like I said, it is a double-edged sword. It's allowed us to be our best at times when it is used for good purposes. But it also allows us to be bad because sometimes even when people do things just to be themselves and to be good, get backlash or um, for something that is going on, someone always finds a way to turn it around and make it a negative. I've even seen things on social media where you know, if someone had mentioned something about you know something that was done, you always get that one jerk or that one bot that gets put on there, and then they will come out and they will make a comment say, "Well, you know, I really don't like that, but here's the thing. what kills me about all of that is that you made a comment on a thing that you don't like. nobody cares at the end of the day if you don't like it." Just as, you know, this woman going out and reaching out and being a neighbor, a good neighbor, you know, because these were young men who, trust me, young people uh, pretty much nowadays will eat anything. Uh, So (laughs) with her being, you know, in a way, motherly and reaching out to them and trying to do something, there should not have been one negative comment. The only thing that should have been there was, hey – great, or, hey, you know, um, just a concern, you know, when you drop it off, just make sure that nobody is allergic to anything else. So even then you can say that, but the, like, backlash this woman for doing what is the right thing, that's is that's where we've come to now, because when people, quote, try to do the right thing, and this is why a lot of people don't do it anymore, because they face backlash for doing the right thing. In the 40s and the 50s and even in the 60s, when your neighbor was in need, you know, you did what you could do. You know, if it was fixing something that you ate, your neighbor was appreciative of it. Even if they didn't eat it, they ate it because you did that for them. You went out of your way. Mm -hmm. And now we've got to a point of, I don't know, but, you know, if I went to go, it's almost as if I went to go and buy – A homeless person, McDonald's, and what if they can't eat this? And what if they? Trust me, they're going to love it. They're going to eat it. You know, like it's not. It isn't one of those things where you know now you're going to trash me for buying food, you know, for someone um, because I tried to do the right thing. This is why the world has turned so cold because of backlash from people on people who were trying to do the right thing. That's insane. (laughs) I don't even, know what, to, <laughs> I don't even mm-hmm. know what to think about it. So, yeah. Um, it's unfortunate. But Bravo
0: to her for making chili, though.
1: Now, if it was like some super hot chili, then I'd be like, uh, well. <laughs> <This> <laughs> what is a,
0: and now? the whole, like, oh, I'm still stuck on the, you just knocked women's rights back. Right. However many years. It's like, no, she didn't. She made a freaking. She was going to have to take care of herself anyway.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. Susan B. Anthony's rolling over at a grave. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Oh, yeah. You can be feminine and feminist and not be a jerk.
1: That whole women's movement in the 70s, I think it went downhill because of that chili. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Damn
0: you, chilly woman.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You set women's rights back for 50 years. (laughs) You and your chili. (laughs) Yes, yes, but um, there is the world of apps, a lot of different apps. I had to think about this one because I read about a new social media platform that uses anonymous compliments to build someone up. And uh, the new app that's dethroned TikTok and Be Real in the App Store rankings is an app that is GAS. G-A-S is exactly what it is. It uses anonymous compliments to build someone up or, quote, gassing someone up, hence the name. Here's how it works. After you sync up your location and contacts to the app, users anonymously vote for their friends and around of polls that refresh every hour. Everything from friendly superlatives to flirtatious confessions. If you win a poll, a flame gets sent to your inbox. Unlike similar apps that had issues with bullying, the polls are pre-made and there's no direct messaging. The company says the idea is to, quote, create a place that makes us feel better about ourselves. It's only available in 12 states right now, including Illinois, but it's scheduled to go nationwide soon. And in case you heard rumors, the app is involved uh, in human trafficking. Uh, the company assures users that that's a hoax. Um, I thought about this because I was like, there's so many apps out there. And while the attempt, positive um, compliments, is a good thing in the wake of a world that's cold and likes to really just bog down on people, do you see an app like this becoming globally – and I don't want to be the Debbie Downer here. But do you see an app like this becoming globally popular? Um,
0: I mean, it can be. It really takes it takes a lot of buy-in from a lot of different people. And I, I'm not going to... I see where you're going with it. It's going to be hard yeah. to keep the people that... All they do is create mayhem and... I mean, I'm all about chaos. Don't get me wrong. I love creating chaos just because it's fun. But I also do it in a way that's still respectful of people. Like, I don't ever do it, With the chaos I create is not, at least online, is not harmful to anyone. I don't put anyone down. You know, I don't, oh, you're fat, or you're ugly, or you're whatever. You should do this, you should do that. Because people who live in glass houses, glass houses should throw the first stone. And, you know, I don't want that stuff coming back to me, so... Why would I do it to someone else? Right. Here's the deal. There's plenty of people out there that want to give that positive reinforcement to the people out there that don't get it. The people that don't have that kind of – and with with everybody being quarantine and some people still, like, not being able to to get out there and get outside and, and not feel anxious and scared. Of what it is out in the you know out in that mean in the mean streets, this would be great. I think it would be a good thing. The buy-in, we've got to get people to buy into it, and that's where I think the trouble is going to be.
1: Right. It, it seems more like a younger person thing. I don't know if um, anyone in the twenty-one plus age brackets going to really like need an app like that. It sounds more or less like the high school TV bopper type of app. That if that helps them and if it promotes positive thinking, I'm all for it because in a world in which they have to deal with a lot, um, you need some positivity. I hope it takes off and has a positive, um, a positive influence, and in that you know people don't get on there and figure out ways to. Um, I guess yeah. do what the worries are about it. Um, but yeah, as long as it's positive, it promotes the positivity. We're all for that. at the end of the day. So good for them. Um, really quick, I want to uh, tell you folks that uh, if uh, there's a little bit of a concern in my friend's voice tonight, uh, it is because tomorrow <laughs> is one of the biggest days for college football. Uh, and her beloved uh, Michigan Wolverines will be taking on um, a team from uh, state um, Ohio down <laughs> south uh, tomorrow. And it really is perhaps a huge game with a lot of implications on the line. Uh, mm-hmm. To mind something that came up of the top college football rivalries in this country. If you are not follow college football. Uh, there was an interesting article from uh, Pro Football Network uh, on the top ten college football rivalries. Um, on that list uh, was at number ten between Oregon and Oregon State, and how uh, in the last two or five games, the Oregon State Beavers have won that one. Uh, but it's now become probably a game of uh, national uh, prominence. At number nine was the Sunshine Showdown of Florida and Florida State. Uh, the winner of that earns the McCullough Trophy. Uh, the rivalry reached its pinnacle in the 1990s uh, between Bobby Bount and Steve Spurrier when they led their programs. Uh, and then at number eight is Harvard-Yale. Uh, it's, you know, when you think of rivalry, that's what you think of. The two squads have duked it out since 1875. Do you know what score Harvard beat Yale in in that first game? Mm,
0: I want to say it was like 50 to 20. I'm not. I don't know. I'm guessing.
1: It was. It was four to nothing.
0: <laughs> wow! I was way yes. off.
1: Yes. Uh, so Harvard Yale at number seven Miami Florida State. Uh, And then at number six, Florida and Georgia, which is called the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Political correctness caused the schools and major publications to drop that moniker in the 1980s. The name was originally coined by Bill uh, Kaslitz, who was a sports editor at the Florida Times Union in the 1950s. Um, So, yes, uh, college football doesn't want to be associated with that. So now comes the top five, and unfortunately, uh, Ohio State-Michigan, which is called the game, was at number five, which means that there's four more rivalries above this that they rank higher. Um, I know that you will probably. I know one of this. them is one
0: of them involves Alabama. <laughs> I know uh, one okay. of them
1: does. I will tell you ahead of time that it does. Yes, it does. One of them does involve I Alabama. Does. Um, but uh, Ohio State-Michigan, which is known as the game, uh, the two teams that possess the most Big Ten titles in conference history, as you guessed it, Michigan with 42 and Ohio State with 39. Next closest is Minnesota with 18. Um, you know, uh, that is, it, it is uh, yes, definitely is the game, and it will be tomorrow at number four is USC and Notre Dame. Uh, okay, it USC. Is, <laughs> yeah. Um in fact there have been twenty eight times in which the winning team was ranked in the top five since the rivalry's first game in nineteen twenty six. Uh and then at number three, Army Navy, uh where uh the game earned its own weekend in December after the regular season has already concluded. Uh, there's a lot of pageantry. The Commander-in-Chief's Trophy is up for grabs. Um, Army-Navy, this um, bout goes all the way back to 1890. At number two was Oklahoma and Texas at the Red River Showdown. Uh one of the oldest standing rivalries in the sport. It was they first played in 1900. And then at number one is the Iron Bowl between Alabama and Auburn. Um, and they say nothing else matters. Thanksgiving weekend when Alabama and Auburn play each other. So, (laughs) yeah, those are the top uh, college rivalries. Uh, This weekend you will see a lot of college football fans uh, who are, uh, yeah, who are going to be biting their nails and nervously wanting their team to win. Um, I donned my colors
0: on Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday.
1: Oh, so yes.
0: I've been down in my not, color, so I'm good to it, go.
1: And it's not golden blue. It is... Nate. Nice. Speaking, nice. speaking of football, there was another interesting uh, thing that came out, and I have to say, for you locally, I am very concerned for you. Um, Las Vegas Raiders fans <laughs> <Not> <laughs> uh, have... Me. I okay. <laughs> have a very infamous um, issue here. According to a new survey by Bonus Finder, which surveyed 1,000 sports fans across the United States to figure out what the most popular superstitions are, Bonus Finder, in all of its glory, also polled fans about their underwear superstitions and exposed who the nastiest NFL fans are, so you can stay away from them, pretty much, with Raiders fans nearly 60%. Admit it to refraining from washing their underwear <laughs> to make it even more interesting, to make it even more interesting and before you go you women are more likely to partake in the superstition than we are <laughs> the, oh clean, my God. the cleanest teams were the Washington commanders and Indianapolis Colts, but the 10 grossest fan bases in the National Football League, the Las Vegas Raiders, led it as 57.14% of fans leave their underwear unwashed due to superstition. Next after that was the Minnesota Vikings at 50%. Jacksonville Jaguars at 40 Kansas City Chiefs at 37.5%. Denver Broncos at 35 Atlanta Falcons, which I guess you can literally call them Dirty Birds, at 32.39%. The Carolina Panthers at 29%. Arizona Cardinals at 27 Miami dolphins at twenty seven. And sadly, uh Chicago Bears at twenty four point <laughs> <laughs> seventy percent. But I can tell you as a Bears fan, I don't give a rip. I'm changing and cleaning. So yeah. We can keep on losing. <laughs> yeah. Those it's your fault of... you wash your underwear. Yep. Yeah, it's my fault. I want to be clean. So uh <laughs> Yes. So for you out there, if you happen to be on an elevator with a Raiders fan and you smell a little something, that is exactly what's going on. So, yeah. I am so
0: glad I'm
1: not a Raiders fan. <laughs> Taking a quick look at what is trending tonight. Um, so the U.S. and England played to a 0-0 tie at the... 0-0. Zero, uh, zero. Zero, yes.
0: zero.
1: Nobody won. No, one was push. Is <laughs> that a push? Uh,
0: and he, That's and the, and I'm and okay the, with it. Okay, I know I'm not a soccer person, but I'm okay with it, so I don't have to be either a mad or b defensive. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: uh, with my boo. So, <laughs> <yes. laughs>
1: the World Cup is uh, the one of the highest trending things right now. So yes, for so that. Uh, how did you feel about that? By the way, it was zero zero.
0: It, it, he was all right with it. He was all okay right. with not losing.
1: Was there any side bets going like, on for that?
0: Between us, or yeah. just period? A period yeah, probably between, between, between us. No, between no. 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 You, no. You, I, this is the first year that I'd even care. No. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't stupid. You wait. You wait till you're established. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get a couple of years in before you start doing something like that.
1: I I understand. Well, you know, you're still going to have a little friendly wager. Otherwise, you maybe. end up wearing
0: a White Sox jersey into a Cubs house. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have a solid foundation for something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Never want that one. <laughs> <laughs> Still solid gold. I don't even know if I have a picture from that.
0: (laughs) You don't. I would not let you take that picture. (laughs) (laughs) No. That would be a big N-O.
1: So, yes. So, yeah, that was uh, one of the uh, things there. But um, also trending tonight is SmackDown. It is Friday Night Kids. Um, And then um, Love During Lockup is Trending. And then also trending tonight, um, beyond a lot of – I see a lot of Florida-type things are trending, which I'm thinking is having to do with Florida State. Um, But, yeah, it's a lot of just sports tonight. Um, uh, iPhone is also trending, which I don't know why. Uh, I don't even know if I want to look on that, but uh, (laughs) uh,
0: (laughs) – Probably not
1: yeah well, the problem was well, there's a new iPhone fifteen render which is showing a Rupert design uh, that picture has leaked uh and then Elon Musk um uh, someone said tonight, and I guess this came from a tweet someone said, if Apple and Google boot Twitter from their app stores, Elon Musk should produce his own smartphone. Half the country would happily ditch the biased, Snoopy iPhone and Android. The man builds rockets to Mars. A silly little smartphone should be easy, right? So, of course, you already know the person that probably tweeted that. And then Elon Musk responded by saying, I certainly hope it does not come to that. But, yes, if there's no other choice, I will make it alternative vote. <laughs> Just stick to. Of
0: course you would, Elon. Stick, of course
1: stick, you would. Stick to the Tesla. You're not ready to really go over it all that stuff yet, my friend.
0: <laughs> yeah, you messed up Twitter. Wait until you can actually make Twitter make money. And once you can make yeah, Twitter right. make money,
1: then make right. an iPhone or make a right. new phone. Right. It's like, quit trying to jump into so many different things, man. You know, this is the problem because the thing is, is that. So what's gonna happen when my phone starts? You know, you gonna charge me to use my phone like you do with Tesla? <laughs> I don't. you on my phone if you paid me to use it because my fear is that. If I turn on my phone, he's going to charge me probably a dollar to log into it. And then probably he's going to charge me um, some fee to, you know, um, per call that's going to be outrageous. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing because it's going to be true. Yes. No. Oh so, no, no, thank you. I, you know, you can keep it, man. Uh, I would not buy. That's uh, Yay or nay, that would be a nay. That'd be an no. a. That would be an a day. That would be a thousand times nay. No, thank you. <laughs> but that's like a look at what's going on. Um, so potpourri tonight, and as I'm thinking in the back of my mind, I'm going to apologize <laughs> ahead of time because there were a lot of different stories that did not fit this week. And I – didn't really know where to go with a few of these that I saw. So I'm going to be very careful. Speaking of phones, uh, I had talked about this. This is kind of a yay or nay. But this from That an iPhone 14 with a built-in gold Rolex watch being developed. The watch embedded in the iPhone, as we said, is a gold Rolex Cosmograph Daytona with eight diamonds. So if you've been looking for a way to seriously show off, uh, the gold Rolex iPhone has you covered. You can now buy it uh, in an iPhone 14 Pro Max with the Rolex embedded for one hundred and thirty five thousand four hundred and twenty dollars Thanks to the designers at Caviar Which is an opulent gift site known for transforming everyday items and using luxury branding The regular iPhone 14 Pro Max goes for $1,099 uh, The Rolex built into the iPhone Is a yellow-gold, as we said, Rolex Cosmograph Daytona that sports eight diamonds. The idea was to combine the innovation of a smartphone with a legendary watch for a product that's even more iconic. Um, (laughs) It ships worldwide, and they say that your modest new product will be sent out to you within one to five business days. There are only three available, so start crossing this off your holiday shopping list now. Yay or nay for getting an uh, iPhone 14 with no. a built-in Rolex. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's Come start on. with no. Why not? No. That was awful. Why? Why? Why do people do this?
1: <laughs> because we're in a world in which less we need more. Um, it's.
0: You're telling uh, me you use that one?
1: Huh? Here's the thing. If I had hundred and thirty five thousand dollars just to throw away, I pro- and there was only three? I probably would. I you know, that's if I had a like if I was like if I had just won that lottery uh <laughs> a while back, uh, for a billion bucks, with a hundred and thirty five thousand dollars. Pretty much really just uh just put out there that hey, I've got money. That's what people do. Uh, it, it's become so just expected now for people who have money to just get something that everybody else would probably want. And to yeah, I probably would. But I'm not. If I made like a hundred thousand a year, no, I'm not going to get that. That's, that's, that'll be a silly purchase to do. But no, if I if I had a billion bucks. And I, I had the money. I probably would.
0: <laughs>
1: oh wow! You okay. You, you wouldn't want one for Christmas. <laughs>
0: I'm also one of those people that would anonymously claim lottery winnings. I wouldn't be out there telling people I got a lottery ticket or won the lottery or any of those things. I I would be one of those anonymous. Somebody won it from blank. And then that's all you'd hear.
1: And then I'd be, out, t- be like... I'd tell you it was fake if you asked me what it was. I'd be like, no, it's fake Rolex. But uh looks nice, does <laughs> I would be a little mad, though, because as fast as iPhones come out, your iPhone 14 with the Rolex would be pretty much obsolete by the time you probably get your phone. Right after you bought it, yeah. <laughs> it would probably be obsolete, so... Um, this story this week is from probably the TMI um, category, but <laughs> uh, former One Tree Hill star Yana Kramer recalled a very different walk of shame on uh, <laughs> uh, regarding Chris Evans. So what happened was that she said that her brief relationship with Chris Evans ended because she may have uh, pissed him off. She delightfully overshared on her podcast when the conversation got around to what Evans was like before becoming people's sexiest man alive. Kramer, 38, said that they went on a few dates when she was 26-ish and he was an emerging heartthrob, but remembered the last embarrassing get-together in particular and she said that she was still mortified. She, uh, Evans invited her over for a sleepover while he hosted some hometown pals, she said. While they were hanging out, Kramer said she got sleepy and announced that she was going to bed, but made a bathroom stop first. It so happened that she had asparagus for dinner that night, she remembered, and Evans went to the bathroom immediately after her. She said, so that's the last interaction. She said that that was the last interaction that I remember is him going into the bathroom after I just went to the bathroom with asparagus pee and never hearing from him again, she said. She said I did the asparagus walk of shame out of his house, she added, Noting that they didn't hook up that night. She mentioned that she direct messaged Avans about a year ago, but the co- podcast conversation steered elsewhere. <laughs> Have you ever had oh, a embarrassing no. moment of something like that that's occurred to you? <laughs> oh. Now it's the sexiest man alive. What are you doing? Yep. What are you doing? I...
0: Don't eat asparagus, people. Just don't eat asparagus. Eat it after you've
1: Right. I don't... We even did. I was like... That's like one of those, like... I I know... See, this is almost like an after dark topic. But... I know when you are seeing someone, it's kind of almost like Zoom is a really sensitive topic here because... You really try to hide those things until once you get like established. Once again, talking about establishing a relationship here. Um. Yeah, I I, I read that story and I was like, that could happen. Um, but oh yeah,
0: hundred percent also- could happen, and could happen to celebrities because they put their pants on one leg at a time as well. Yeah. So all of that is 100% believable. Still shouldn't have done it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you thought that that was something, this was another interesting story that was out this week. And this involves Jenna Bush Hager, who is the co-host of The Third Hour Today with Hoda Copy. Um, And interesting enough, but Hoda Copy (laughs) made a cheeky revelation about her co-host on – an episode of the Today Show recently, Hoda revealed that she recently learned something about uh, Jenna Bush Hanger, that she quote never wears underwear. She said that I was a little surprised because Jenna and I know a lot about each other. Um, she went on to explain that she discovered her love for going commando right before the show when the two had to change in the dressing area. She said, "quote I just had a little shock with it, recalling of when she noticed." Uh, Bush Hanger for her part defended her choice. She says I think it makes it more pretty silhouette I also think that you don't have to pack as much That's a lot of pros to it She also appeared to be a little embarrassed. She says you promised me you wouldn't do this. There's a lot of people here She says, I'm sure my mom has never been more proud uh, Hoda went on to note that some of the benefits of not wearing underwear pointing to their shows wardrobe supervisor Who said it actually does life a lot easier the downside? uh It's a lot of washing your clothes over and over. Uh, That doesn't seem to bother uh, Jenna, who said um, that she does wash her clothes. She says, but it's also not like I'm sharing your jeans with you. Though she did admit to stealing uh, Today Show host Savannah Guthrie's pants on occasion. Um, Then she did say that she'll wear underwear if she did borrow it. But have you ever known someone that just doesn't wear? that doesn't like to wear those things for uh, looks and purposes. <laughs> and would you learn out, to... Raise his hands.
0: Huh? I, I have done it. I won't even say past tense. Like I mean, yes, past tense. I have underwear on currently, but
1: yeah. Yes. But all <laughs> the time. I don't
0: know how to answer it. Here's the thing. Guys,
1: I mean, here's – I think we're all guilty of it, but she doesn't really do it at all. I mean, it's like at no point. I would think that there were – people were – I was reading the comment section on this. And people were like, I would think that if she went to the restroom, there would be some things going on here and there post, but that's fine. But – yeah, it's – I think we all are guilty of having done that once again um, if we had to. But consistently, I don't know. You kind of feel – I mean, like if, you, if you've done it for a while and you're comfortable with it, I guess, but you would think at some point that you have to for some reason.
0: <laughs> okay, so during the day with clothes, like pants and that kind of thing, I tend to do more days than not with undergarments. When I go to bed, I do more days than not without undergarments. Yes,
1: in bed. Different story, but out, general population, like every day without.
0: I don't see how that's a big deal. It's, it's I've done not. it. I, I, I've done it, and there's some time when I've done it. Granted, I do wear underwear on a well, majority of the time. When I'm awake and out and about more often than not, but there's plenty of things and different outfits that just demand that you don't wear underwear.
1: Hmm? That's good to know. So now you're going to see every guy probably try to check out. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, While we are too late at this one, unfortunately, maybe next year they will do something. But the Coffee mate, I think that's how it's pronounced, had a sweepstakes going in which it will pay you $5,000 to skip running the 5K on Thanksgiving morning. It's called the 5K to skip the 5K sweepstakes. The brand says two lucky winners will win the 5000 just for pledging to commit to a holiday morning coffee routine and skip the annual Thanksgiving run. Uh, you had to have entered by November 24th the, via the entry form. Winners will be announced on or around November 28th. But would you pay five? Th- well, I know your answer already. But would you <laughs> uh, do um, – you know what? I'm not even going to ask the question. I already know what you're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, All right, you 5K. answer that. You answer that. Yeah.
0: Would you – Give up for 5k on Thanksgiving
1: Day for 5k. Uh, I'm not a coffee drinker, but to skip running, yes, I don't care. I'll drink coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to, what else you want me to drink? I'll drink scotch, I'll drink coffee, I'll drink, uh, I will go back to drinking milk if you want me to, and I can skip to running. <laughs> and <laughs> then we'll, it, we'll end on a good milk. story. Yes, we'll end on a good story here, but uh, Aldi is known for its no frizz approach to groceries. Uh, The West Suburban-based company now here is getting into weddings. Hundreds of couples from across the country competed for a chance to get married at Aldi. Uh, Winners were selected, and it was uh, two young folks, uh, Jessica and Michael from Southgate, Michigan. They tied the knot um, at the Aldi Insight Center in Batavia, Illinois, and as a wedding present, they got a gift card for free groceries for a year. Uh, Yay or nay to... Tying the knot at a grocery store. <laughs> I mean,
0: i have already been married. Grocery store is not that far out of the realm of places to go. Um, especially if you're gonna get a gift card for groceries. Heck yeah. I wish we had an Aldi out here. I'm i I'm missing the Aldi experience. <laughs> kind of upset
1: about it. <laughs> Did I bring up bad bad memories for you now?
0: <laughs> I, I it's like, it's PTSD over here. I don't have my Aldi. Mm. Should, I, should I ship you I'm some
1: sorry. Aldi's products now? Is this something that you would see? Yes.
0: Please, is yes. there something
1: in particular that you like from Aldi? <laughs>
0: yes.
1: <laughs> I gotta tell you, they've changed now. It's it's a fancy-dancy place for an Aldi.
0: I know. You they've got, got like, all sorts of stuff.
1: High-end cheeses and um, vegetables and mm-hmm. breads and meats you and like organic do, stuff. Yes, I've heard. You could do, and the wines and the beers, you could do like a fancy dance. I, I would challenge somebody to do a fancy dance party with a charcuterie board full of like all these bought products and all these bought liquor, and no one would probably be able to tell the difference.
0: Probably but not. Actually, some of no, their wines probably
1: right. Some of their wines have won awards. Um, I've seen over the holiday. I think their wines are going for like two bucks a bottle. And you see people this time of year putting about 10, 12 bottles of wine in the cart. It's insane. But it's, it's awesome. So, yeah. Who knew? <laughs> it's come a long mm-hmm. way. Who no. knew? But with that, I am looking at the clock on the wall and saying that we are pretty much running out of time. But, uh. What? Do you have, I don't know, is there anything else you want to talk about? We can well, talk no, about I'm this. just
0: saying I can't believe that we've almost run out of time. What the heck? Uh,
1: well, we, well I mean, we've still got plenty of time. I mean, <laughs> before this show, I've got nothing else <laughs> to talk about, unless you do. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, hey, I can could, I could, I could talk about a few things, but, um, yeah, we can always save it for another time. So no i <laughs> um, i actually here's the other thing. Well now that you've mentioned it. Uh yesterday being Thanksgiving, um they took a look at um, each state and it it's called a State of the Sides report and which states had the their favorite sides. Um if you want to check it out that's a great Huffington Post article about that. Um, stuffing was the preferred side in 27 states with mashed potatoes. Um, it was uh, – respondents in Massachusetts were split evenly among those two. Stuffing was the top choice overall in the U.S., followed by mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, green bean casserole, and mac and cheese. So, um and they said that it turns out where you stand on those classic American arguments uh, may be tied to where you lived. So if you had a few of those things yesterday, turns out that you are not alone. I do believe the full results is at Campbell's uh, website. Uh, Sixty-six of people, sixty percent of people uh, preferred side dishes to the main entree. I would hope so. Um, Half of the U.S. would be content with only sides on their holiday plate. 73% of Americans complain about uh, running out of space on their plate for all of their sides. I think we all have that issue. <laughs> mm. So, yes, um, stuffing definitely was on that list. I call it dressing. Some of my cousins may also call it I was going to say, you
0: don't call it stuffing, though.
1: No, I don't um for a lot of people, it is called dressing um not really stuffing, and even then it is not the traditional crumpled up uh breadcrumb stuffing that some people may make. Dressing is a little bit more refined and a little bit more um different uh depending upon where you are at <laughs> so no uh but no, I love i'm I'm with them i I am probably one of those respondents that say stuffing. I am, um, if you're going to use it as that term, but I prefer dressing. That's my number one. Uh, if you've got a good dressing, I am there. And I uh, will have the turkey, too. And probably later tonight I might even speak some more and make a sandwich of it. But uh, that is, yeah, that is the state of Thanksgiving. And hopefully all of you had a good Thanksgiving. Next up is Christmas. So now the beginning of all the Christmas music, holiday shopping, And I will tell you personally at this time of year, unfortunately, we have to say it, is that you do have to be careful, keep your head on the swivel wherever you are going, because unfortunately, there are people out there this time of year who want to be Scrooges and do not want to see a lot of people have a good holiday, and not to be the deputy daughter of it all, but wherever you are at, uh, hope that you are careful, hope that you are aware, and uh, go out, have fun, Uh, but let's make it through the holidays without a lot of bad stories and let's make a lot of positive stories. So, uh, but I do know that you have quite a few shout outs for this week because we're coming to the end of November, beginning of December, a lot of birthdays, a lot of other different stuff. So what are your shout outs for tonight?
0: Yeah, well, we've got, you and I both have at least a birthday shout out coming tomorrow. Um, for a friend you of ours from a long time, know, no kidding. Long time
1: ago. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm
0: kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's like, wait, what are you talking about? Are we'll talking about, about that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: <not kidding.
0: laughs> So we've got that. And then there's a couple of anniversaries that have come up and a couple of birthdays. Uh, my daughter turned 16 this past week. And yeah. I am, um, uh, Yeah. It's insane. So, happy birthday to her, um, and good luck to her parents. Cause driving is gonna be fun with them. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, family man, you to Watch out. Um, but yeah, we've got birthdays, and so happy birthday to a few people. And I'll be, you know, texting individually, but. Happy birthday to them, and then there's two anniversaries, so happy birthday to all those people, and happy anniversary to the happy couples. Congratulations. So,
1: I will keep it up. That's awesome. Wow. A lot of stuff, and we've got...
0: We We also have somebody from Discord. You and I also have somebody from Discord that has a birthday.
1: We do. Yes, we do.
0: So, there you go. See?
1: You'll have to remind me who after this show. What <laughs> <But> happy <laughs> birthday? Um, yes, happy birthday. Um, I would. Uh, is it uh, the next two days?
0: It's tomorrow. Wait, no. Oh, tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. It's
1: tomorrow. <laughs> you Sure. <laughs>
0: I, I'd have to double uh, check, but yeah, <laughs> like, it's either tomorrow or Sunday. That, or tomorrow that, for that, sure. That, um, there's going to be gaming that happens tomorrow for us.
1: Okay. Just 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 making sure because uh, I know that sometimes yeah. with uh, the change in time and with uh, everything else that happens we want to make sure that it's not tomorrow but today but it could have been yesterday. next so yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so we'll give them the air horn. And, um, <laughs> with all of those birthdays, no, definitely happy birthday to all of you. And, um, once again, my thanks to all of you for listening and, uh, we will be doing this, uh, every Friday night, 10 o'clock Eastern, nine o'clock Central. Like I said, don't forget Sunday, December 4th, nine o'clock Eastern. My interview with Subgirl 831 on the new 411 Lounge, um, I don't think that there is anything else that I have to remind you of besides in the next few weeks. uh we'll have our annual um festivus show <laughs> coming up on Christmas weekend. I do believe that show is december twenty third which is a few weeks from now so uh and it's at, and it falls this year on festivus, which is even more awesome i I'm yeah. trying to Maybe I should start now. <sighs> Gotta be careful. If you have your own um, <laughs> if you have your own list of things that bug you and you wanna include it to our Festivus list, let me know over at these cop. I I'm gonna be very careful with that because I know that some people like to take it to extremes. So if you're listening tonight you can you can at me and tell me what your um what will be on your list this year. <laughs> we might share it. It might be a part of our list though with some of you out there, I highly doubt it <laughs> but um yeah uh that's the way it shall be and with that uh I pretty much will say thank you so much for listening uh for Mary and I we will uh See you next Friday night here on page 1, 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a good week ahead.
0: Bye. You know, I told you people something a long time ago, and it's just as pertinent today as it was then. Ladies and gentlemen, take my advice.
1: Pull down your pants and slide on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Page 1. Page 1. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR. And add us as a podcast on Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and other platforms where we can be found.